Welcome to Incubator by Planet Ant Podcasts. My name is Mike McGettigan, executive producer of the network. At Planet Ant, we pride ourselves on exploring new talent and bringing new voices to the stage. So we're bringing that to the world of podcasting. We'll regularly feature six-episode short-run series commissioned exclusively for the Incubator podcast. Some of these might become full-run podcasts of their own, and some might just stay within what we're doing here. Incubator. Stick around. You might like what's next. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. shit. Hello, and welcome to That's My Shit. 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 Episode 2. I am Jeff Horst. And I'm Esther Navarez. And on this podcast, uh, we are in a relationship. And uh, yeah, it's dirty. And we have a little bit of an age gap. And yeah, it keeps (laughs) getting dirtier. And uh, we show each other each other's shit. Now it sounds really dirty. No, each other's (laughs) (laughs) pop culture-y stuff that we grew up watching and each other did not watch for whatever reason we we well he wasn't born and i didn't watch tv in the 90s apparently but uh yeah so um on this episode it's my shit which we are gonna watch the movie xanadu yes and then there is a the the smaller portion which we're gonna get into the little short break little break uh of xanadu we're gonna Go over uh, something that's more of my shit, which is going to be on the show All That, the segment called uh, Pizza Face and Ear Boy, which was, uh, was, was part of the show All That. And yeah, I don't even want to say how we reacted to either of these things <laughs> right now. Just um, enjoy. Enjoy. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my, that's my shit. Okay, and for our first selection, it is chosen by me. Esther! This is my shit. This is your shit today. And as always, I say as always, it's the second episode. As always, it's a surprise. (laughs) Yep, so right now my eyes are closed, and it's hard for me to know where I'm talking. And um, uh, open your eyes. Xanadu? Xanadu! Oh man, I forgot. What well, I thought that was just a song. It is also a song. I was like, did they make the movie about the song? Nope. This is a whole movie? It's a whole movie. And it came out in 1980. Oh wow, I was negative seven. I was eight. Oh wow. So this was um, eight years old. This was an exciting eight-year-old time, and I I shouldn't say anything else. Do you know anything about it? I don't know a single thing about this. I don't know if this is a cartoon. Probably not. Did they make cartoons then? I think they did. I don't know a single thing about what this is. Almost at a level where I kind of feel bad because I know that you've said the word Xanadu before, and that's as far as my memory goes. I don't yes. understand why you say the word Xanadu. I loved it then, and I still love it now, but I don't know the last time I saw it. So, How does the song go? Xanadu. Pretty much. Xanadu, Xanadu, Xanadu. Uh, not exactly. You fell off. But, uh, I yeah, so 
So um, let's see. Let's see how it held up for All my right. memory and emotions and how you feel about it for the first time. Oh, man. We're going in. That's my shit. Wow. We're wow. Back. Wow. Uh, let's get this out of the way. Xana do more like Xana don't. Huh? Sorry. I just had wow. to had to get that out of the way. I he mean, came back and roasted it. The joke was going to happen at some point. So I feel like you got to. I, I just wanted to say the joke first because I felt like maybe it was the. No. Uh, yeah. It's it, this movie's got a lot going on. I feel like this movie is the plots of two movies that are, I feel like there's two different people arguing over how, what the plot of the movie should be. And they were completely different movies. And uh, they, they both compromised and were like, let's just do both of our movies. I have so many feelings. Um, Okay. First of all, Oh yeah, I was like, I don't know, even know how to go back and forth. I wrote a whole episode of notes on the first 30 minutes of this. Oh, God. All right. I'll try to rush through my preliminaries. First of all, I loved, loved, loved this movie and then still thought I loved it. And then as I'm watching it, I was like, wow. For the thing that struck me most was, mm-hmm. aside from the terrible acting. Oh, is- my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, before that, <sighs> oh, before man. that, what struck me is that compared to other movies that I've loved in life, Mm-hmm. It just isn't as funny. And mm-hmm. I'm just tripping out on the fact that now most things, I always think most things I watch are funny. And I loved this movie, but it doesn't have like just outwardly humor. Like I I wish I could talk about other movies that I loved, but now I feel like they're going to be future episodes, so I can't really. But other movies, I've just always growing up like mm-hmm. loved there was some humor in this. And this movie is so weirdly like serious to a degree. I, I will tell you in a nutshell what I enjoy now and what I probably enjoyed then. I love the music. I love the roller skating and I love the fashion. Like those three things are like mesmerizing. And so I was eight and I was just like, I want to be her. Mm-hmm. So go on. Um, I think that every woman that ever existed in the eighties looks like they could be eighteen or forty-five. <laughs> That's uh, so real. <laughs> I feel like I feel I don't feel like there were subtleties to I, I I don't know. It's like their their hairstyle, the way they dressed. The, the young women looked they looked like they were trying to look like old women. Well, that's that's true. And, it, and but it just because I'm just looking at all the so the movie starts out. Well, let me just okay. say about that. This movie's from 1980. Yeah, and I love 1980 because the 70s were all like chill, laid back, hippie style, groovy, whatever. The 80s evolve into people having perms, super like curly, ugliest hair ever. And everybody was like greedy and they just wanted money and cocaine. That's what the 80s like shook out to be. So 1980 is when the 70s ended. Uh So there was like that hippie ass still chill vibe. But the lasers came 
came into the world mm. and everything was like futuristic laser looking and the hair wasn't that shitty yet and the clothes was amazing and I love 1980 style. Okay, so what is just so crazy about this movie to me is that it addresses, there's so many comparisons to today's culture, uh, but I just, I'll get into that when we go in order. So if I'll talk about, I'll describe the movie and how about you just jump in whenever you want. Uh, so to me, it, it started off and I see the font of the movie when it just says Xanadu and it looks like it was supposed to be a pinball machine. Yeah. Like, is there a pinball machine of, of Xanadu? I don't know, but I want to Because with the, with, the, with the lights and just the, the style of the font of the movie, I was like, there, this is crazy. It has. It goes a- along with my love for pinball. Like, my love of all the styles of everything is kind of just Xanadu. <laughs> yeah, Xanadu's a style. Okay, and it's just so cheesy. I want to do an impro- I want to do the acting back then. It was so it it's insane. It's I wrote it down. I wrote down. Uh, well, I, I remember what I was gonna say. Okay, I owe you an apology for the turtles because holy crap, this is terrible acting. Oh man, and the turtles really, is way better acting than this. I complained a lot about the turtles acting, and I'm looking Ooh. at this, and then I'm just like, the, the the guys literally just talk like like this. Oh man. Well, shucks, you didn't tell me that the something happened. Oh, gosh. Well, gee golly, I'm going to go. Oh, man, I'm hungry. Do you know of a place that I can grab a bite to eat? And it's just like everybody's just talking to strangers with way more confidence than you think that anybody should talk to a stranger. Like people just like crack jokes on strangers where he's just like, hey, what are you doing up there? (laughs) Bitch, you don't know me. What do you mean? Why are you talking to me like that? What am I doing up here? Whatever the fuck I want to be doing up here. It's just the the interaction amongst people in this community. Oh I don't know if God. it's a time period thing. I don't know if it's just uh, uh, but or, or what it is. But the, he he said okay. So he is an artist. He's drawing. He's painting things, and uh, he puts all the work and time and energy into to painting and, and drawing them. And then right afterwards, he just throws it away. And uh, then he just says out loud the way that people complain and said, uh, guys like me shouldn't dream anyway. And uh, then he throws and he litters and he (laughs) throws it out of his window and then it goes and it flies to some painting that makes women twerk to life. And they just all started dancing and shaking their ass and coming to life. (laughs) And... um. And which was crazy. That was just like a thing we just moved away from. We're only focusing on one of the women in this whole thing. We're not even, there was 12 of them or something in that painting. And this is just the story of one of them. I really, as I was watching this, I'm like, oh, I forgot how much I like wondered what happened to the other girls. I would watch it over and over and Mm -hmm. just be like, I wonder what, where they went. Like I could have at, you know. That age watched a movie of every girl. Yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet you would have. There's a lot going. On. There, there, I would have. So, and it opens on well, the guy, the older man. I can't remember. Oh, I gotta look up his name in the. Um, what is his? Oh yeah, name? he originally was playing the flute or the clarinet to start the movie. You're talking about clarinet. the older man. Yes, 
Danny McGuire. Danny McGuire. Good old Danny. He is a famous actor, which you probably don't know that, right? No, I, I never never heard of him. I think you just made him up. So His name is Gene Kelly. He was famous in the 40s. Let's say it was the 40s. 40s. And um, yeah, it was old, old, um, Singing in the Rain. That's a song. He was singing. He was the guy singing in the rain? Yes. Oh, wow. And he's a tap dancer, dancer, singer, all that jazz. Yeah. Jazz, literally. Okay. And, um, oh, all right. He uh, he was in this movie just random weird, mm-hmm. and because he wasn't in a lot of stuff in the eighties, this was just like a why is he mm. in there? And um, the girl that lived with me growing up, mm-hmm. I had well, I had my cousin, which is like my sister, Angie. But the the girl that my parents babysat that le- lived with us, the white as, girl, yes, that you guys stole? as Jeff calls it, the white girl that I had a we she had a, she white, had a girl. white girl. I'm Mexican. We had a white girl that lived with us for years, and, and somebody not, would be like, "That's called adopting, right?" Yeah, no, no, it they was a just like that. They were receiving money, but she had um, back in the seventies and eighties. She had a pen pal, like a a book. She would pay from like the back of like Tiger Beat magazine or something, some teenage magazine where you could pay to get the addresses of famous people. And then she would send them letters and she sent a bunch of people letters. But Gene Kelly, she sent a letter and he actually would write her back. What? Like periodically. Oh, I know man. it was more In than once. In a world once. before social media. Yeah. When and, when you just got a letter every once in a while from yeah. a fan and you don't just get like a million super messages weird. on Facebook. That's crazy. It was super weird. I loved how you could just talk to anybody. And I'm like, is, is this a movie on white privilege of just talking about generational wealth where like a white man can just talk to a, a stranger at, at the beach who ends up owning a mansion down the street and they were just, we're just all accepting that. Um, I forgot that that was what he had, that he just invited him. Because it... It's the, well, the movie starts out. One of the opening parts of the movie is uh, I don't know why we call it Xanadu if her name's Kira, uh, but I think her name's Kira. Kira just rape kisses the guy. Like she just straight up just takes that. Like she just kisses the dude. She and roller skates up she to him. She roller skates up to him, kisses him, and then just flies away. And this man's obsession with finding her would be considered more creepy in today's climate. Uh, yeah. He's just like, where can I find the woman on this cover? And they're like, dude, I don't know. And then he's like, well, uh, well, then he goes and talks to somebody else. And they're like, dude, I don't know. Why do you want to find her? And he's like, I need to. And everybody's just like, dude, I don't think you, I think you should keep your distance. He paints album covers for a living. He makes like enlargements of album covers because in the 70s, if you wanted to make a picture bigger, you had to draw it yourself. They didn't they didn't print things back then. I guess not. I don't remember this technology. Man, they, didn't then even I was eight. they didn't have a printer yet. I, I don't know what the deal was, but he takes album covers. This and feels he, like the Flintstones. He paints them like a poster size version of the album cover. And a, then a seagull just carves into a wooden <laughs> sheet. Um, so she rape kisses him on the beach, which now I want to know what beach it was because we live in L.A. and I never realized this movie was that it took place in L.A. So yeah. so she rape kisses him and then he um, finds her on the co- he has to paint her because he she showed up on an album cover. 
So that's how they met. Wow. Oh, you know, I thought it he was weird. He should want to stay away from her. He should, he should be scared of her. Instead, he's like, pretty girl. And then just like, that's as oh, far as Oh, scared because she just popped up? Yeah, because she flies away. She disappears. He's like, the, the, he's stuck in the fact that she's a pretty woman. And he's ignoring the fact that she's also a ghost alien-like creature. <laughs> like, he's, he's just like, bah, I don't know. Well, she did kiss me. And I'm like, yeah. And then she flew away. And she disappeared into an orange blur into the sky. Why are we just accepting this? I am realizing, too, I remember that I never thought he was hot. I mean, it is weird to is, is know it, who I weird thought that, was hot as an eight-year-old, but whatever. Is it weird that they were so bad at older movies and just decide, and like picking a hot person to play the hot character? Is that weird? Or is it weird that I think that they have to actually be attractive because I'm conditioned by today's time period of movies where everybody's attractive in the movie well, because he has an, uh, a peculiar-looking face. I think I would have thought he was hot in the 90s. I don't remember watching this in the 90s, but I have a it's feeling that every guy he was that had time. long hair was a hot guy. If in he's, the 90s, it, yes. Just that's much. so if you just grew your hair out, then then a girl found you attractive. He, yes. He is a 3. I'm giving him a 3. <laughs> he at least has cheekbones. He is, he's got he's got cheekbones. Sure. What what do you mean? Everybody has cheekbones. You think they make they don't put that on your face? What no, do you mean? I mean like uh, defined cheekbones that you can see. That is that a, is that a quality? Attra- I always thought guys with like defined cheekbones. Oh wow, were good looking, but that was from the eighties and nineties. He's got 90s. a weird everything else. So he's got uh, uh, some hot cheeks. Okay, he's got but, hot cheeks and a weird looking everything else. But and he's seven, the hot guy of the movie. 70s and beginning 80s, like he was allegedly, you know, hot guy. I didn't think he was hot then. But then I'm like, wow, I was really into this movie, though. But he's also in a movie called um, Warriors. Am I saying not the right way? Is it The Warriors? Uh, I don't remember is now. Is anybody? No, get everybody. No, yes, yes, because it's a cult classic that I didn't watch enough that people made me watch after the fact. But um, let's see. So far, I think that, I mean, we jumped around and we didn't do a good job at all of explaining this movie to anybody that, like, in order of what happened. But I think people get it that are listening. Uh, you know, the I, woman did make him crash into the water and just disappeared. Like, nothing about this woman was like, I, I get it that she's pretty and she rape-kissed you. But, I mean, I think he should, I don't, it's... I love the edits, like when they go from one scene to the other, they do a weird, you know, like a, what's it called? Like a wipe. They do uh, one that like, looks like, like stairs. It looks like little uh, squares yeah. and then it makes a weird sound effect too. Oh. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it is great. It is great. So we're um, about 30 minutes in. We'll check in in about another 30 minutes. Is that what we're doing? Maybe. On. I think that's everything. Okay. One more thing. But doesn't it seem like this movie has the plot of two different movies? Like one person was like, okay, I want to have the idea of a movie where an artist has to sacrifice his art for the sake of making money. And somebody else was like, okay, but I got a movie about these ghost women (laughs) 
that fly around and like rape kiss dudes and then they fall in love with them and they can't think about nothing else afterwards. And he's like, well, I know. I feel like I can't we're weigh doing in. them both. I can't weigh in on the plot only because I know the plot, but also I love your version of the plot. It makes me so happy. Um, now, also, I want to know where these buildings are and if they're still up in L.A. And if they are, I want to go find them, <laughs> which... Yes. You're going to be outside well. of a Starbucks and be like, <laughs> you are in Xanadu. <laughs> and I forgot like how much big band, you know, you know what big nope. band is, right? No, oh, man. Made like up. the era of swing music. It's called big band. The clarinet music he was playing mm. in the orchestra. Nope. Orchestra's classical. Big band is more like. Swing and jazz e type shit. You're singing Shakira right now. Um, oh yes, yes, exactly. Yes, that 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 swing. That's uh, big band era music. And I was Shakira, Shakira. You thought I was okay. singing Shakira? Yeah, I was in an old person jumping big jiving. band. Is that what it's and, called? Yeah. Uh, I was going because <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't yeah. confident. And yeah, I didn't realize that maybe that was the Xanadu influence that made me be a part of such a thing. I never even put it together. Mm. You're going to do. I did not start playing clarinet because of Xanadu. I started playing clarinet oh, yeah, I think because you did. no. I definitely think you did. The did same not. way that you think that's why I like pizza because Ninja Turtles. Check oh, out that the first weird. episode. No, I think that you loved the clarinet because uh, you wanted to. Uh, you loved the guy in the movie and no. you were influenced on the movie. My aunt, my great aunt that uh, lived with us growing up, mm-hmm. she would watch um, orchestras and she loved the clarinet. And so she mm. kind of talked me into it. And then it was small and I was too little to carry big instruments. Mm. So, Don. All right, we're going back. Going back in. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. Wow. This movie. Doesn't stop. <laughs> Doesn't stop giving. There uh, were parts that I definitely forgot. Oh, my God. So this, I'm starting to figure out what's going on, uh, kind of. So um, now that we're two-thirds of the way through. So <laughs> the older man that he met on the beach singing in the rain, he uh, used to love uh, Olivia Newton-John. Um, and also the main character, uh, is a younger man is about 40 years younger than him or something. Right. Isn't that what they said? Yeah. Something like that. And I think he's supposed to be in his twenties and he also loves the same woman. Okay. So I already have an issue with not being able to pick out what decade somebody is from. If somebody was dressed like the twenties, thirties, forties. Up, I don't think I would notice a difference until like 80. Like, I'm, I don't think that I'd be able to pick them out of a lineup. And right now, it's, I'm just confused. How did he, how is that woman looking the exact same in the 40s and the 80s? I can't say anything and about that. And that guy is not supposed to, and nobody's supposed to think that that's weird, that a woman looks exactly the same from the 40s and the 80s. I can't say anything about that. So the, 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 I have a problem with the fact that um, Sonny, his name is Sonny, the main guy. Who? Okay. The the three? 
And yeah. And I'm bad at Mr. Names. Cheeks. I'm bad at names anyway. So in everything I watch, even sure. though I love watching TV and movies, mm-hmm. I'm terrible at remembering names in real life and on TV and in movies. So anyway, um Sonny. So I'm trying to be better. Sonny mm-hmm. wears a vest and jeans all the time and that's just supposed to be okay. Mhm. Well, yeah. that that's the weirdest part. That is hurting wow. me. Man, that's just that's just how people dressed back then. They, no. they everybody dressed weird. Okay, I wanted to also mention that this is a musical. Oh, was I supposed to know that this whole time? I was wondering no, why. No, no, but because you... because when that when they broke out into a twenty-five minute long performance, I was like, this this is not advancing the plot at all. <laughs> this is like well, a Family Guy cutaway where he's fighting a chicken for twenty minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, we get it. They're playing music. I I really didn't know that. Okay. Well, you have said before that you don't like musicals, but then you like Lion King, so. You Lion like King's musicals. It's not a musical. It's a musical. It's not a musical. Yeah, it is. No. Mutant Ninja Turtles are Muppets, and Lion King is a musical. That is truth. <laughs> Maybe musicals just got better when they made better music. I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. The but. music in this is a band called Electric Light Orchestra, ELO, and I Wait, didn't did know you that. Just- did what? you say YOLO at the end? No, ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, I thought you said Electric Light Orchestra, <laughs> YOLO. I and just I was started. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> just started using that phrase right now. I was like, for I the know. First time. I was like, I'm really um, surprised by this new turn of events. But uh, they're a band that has a bunch of songs from the 70s and 80s and such. But they, I didn't know that they were this soundtrack forever. And then I got into them later and then realized and put it together. And I think they're the ones in that like rock band mm-hmm. um, performance on here too, which I didn't realize until mm. now either. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So in this movie, we see that the, the girl introduces, uh, she kind of just runs their lives. She just, everything she suggests to the world, she just gets what she wants because she's a time-traveling whore. (laughs) Um, And she's fucking dudes from different decades. And uh, so so she suggested that uh, he, that that he suggests this older fixer-upper place to be the place that uh, the older guy should be able to, have his dance. His, his, that his Danny McGuire, Gene Kelly. That Gene Kelly should have, have his, his club there his club with there. Sonny, the young guy. That was all suggested from Kira, the ghost woman. So That's Olivia Newton-John. Yes. So ghost woman, uh, she tells the young guy that, yeah, that she should help him. And then the guy goes along with it, and he's willing to split 50% of the profits. Yeah, the old guy, Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly. Danny McGuire. Singing in the Rain is offering a proposal where he, just because this kid found the place, he gets 50% of the profits and he has 0% upfront uh, investment. I think that's kind of like a fantasy, though, of uh, a trope of life where you find like the old like cool rich person who has no family and then they're cool enough to hang out with and then they buy you your dreams 
Wow. That's is a thing, that, right? I I don't know. That is... That, I feel like that's a thing, that that's been in other TV or movies and also something that, you know, if it happened to you, would you be mad? Nobody would be mad. It's just, it's weird. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just... I just was thrown off by his lack of uh, his lack of care. It's just like, all right, well, you presented this to me, so here you go. It does feel like, uh, why don't you have any family? Any family? Like, shouldn't you be like giving this to a and nephew? Then he, yeah, and then I'm confused how he met the girl, and then she was like, I don't know you, and then the girls all mysterious. It's just yeah, I do, can't speak how do, on that. How do women not under, have a better understanding? Of just the 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 value of the vagina to the world, that literally this man no, there's no way that different uh, that different genders being in this uh, making up this plot that it would go the same way, is that a man just refusing to tell a woman what his name is, where he lives, oh yeah, what yeah, because uh, she would she would just be like, Sonny, all right, I'll find another dude then, get the fuck away from me. Sunny asked Kira about her life and she just refused to answer any of the questions she refuses to provide any information about herself she's just some mysterious woman that rape kissed a guy and that's how they met and that and and he's just fine with that i like tap dancing there i said it fine i have all these old lady qualities but the uh I think I told you that the the white girl that lived with us, um, she danced. <laughs> oh, okay. She yeah. danced like she did tap, ballet, and jazz. Mm. And her mom offered to buy classes for me when I was little, and my mom said no. And it was why really did sad. she say no? She said that I was probably going to quit for one thing, and also I think she just didn't want to take like handouts or whatever, but. She didn't want to take handouts from the rich white woman that paid you to watch her daughter? Well, she wasn't rich, rich, but yes, yes. But I remember, like, I, I think it's weird that now tap dancing is not popular, like, at all. But if you watch Dancing's it... Dancing's barely popular. I don't even know what... what, what Dancing's TikTok, popular? TikTok's it, popular? Yeah. <laughs> That's what dancing is, is just repeating what kids do. J-Lo still dances. They have, so you think you can dance. They're all, kids rule the world. That's what's crazy about TikTok is you have all these 12-year-olds choosing dances, and then you have Kevin Hart and J-Lo repeating them. No, J-Lo makes her own dance. Well, actually, she does ask for dances from the kids. All right. You're right. Oh, man. I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm still right. That's what matters. But... I mean, there are still dance shows. There's, yeah, it is weird what is popular right now because I can't think of who is like the most popular dancer. Usually, there's like a Michael Jackson, Justin Timberlake, or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that is right now, other than every child. At least it's not Fortnite dances anymore. <laughs> I'm so happy they're gone. I'll take TikTok dances over Fortnite dances. I'm gonna pick Fortnite. No, flossing over and over and over and over and shooting the whatever the hell over yeah, and over they were fun. and over. They were boring. These are kissy faces. Done is- over and over and over and over. But uh, tap dancing is cool if you watch it. If you like watch good tap dancing, it can be oh, yeah, kind of sweet. Oh, yeah. No, it looks, it, lo- it looks impressive. 
I, I've never hated on tap dancing. Okay, I thought, all right, there's a time when they sing and they're on a sound stage and it's got all the different, it's got like an island scene and a, mm-hmm. and there's supposed to be like on a roof. And so I thought that was the coolest thing ever, like a so sound stage. It, Crazy. So he just went into a booth, pressed some buttons, and it just magically made the whole room ch- turn into rain and change. Yeah, because it was a sound stage, like where they filmed movies and stuff. That but was how sound. Wouldn't a person or, uh, have to be manning that effects. booth? It just all changed on its own. Oh, I'm sure it probably was allegedly some like a new thing called a computer will make things uh, happen. Before they knew what computers would do, they just would make up this things about computers. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Uh, and I. Oh, and during that, I didn't even realize that they had been singing and dancing in the rain, hence the mm. singing in the rain Gene Kelly thing. Didn't know until now. Also, didn't know there was a big animated center. To oh, this my God. Film. They just straight up stole Disney. They, they did. did a weird ass Disney. So the characters uh, in their, in their you know, their little weird ghost uh, love scene. They kiss after the the dude kisses the ghost chick. The whole world turned into a Disney movie ripoff, where they went from people to fish to birds. And they like predicted Finding Nemo. They did. It looked it looked weird. It looked weird to see something from that time period look like later cartoons will look. It I was really weird. There was like a Disney princess vibe. I remember from watching that, that there was a part where they were birds because they kept animating them as like the boy and girl version of whatever they were fish and yeah. birds and the bird fit or the, um, the bird, the animated bird version of Kira mm-hmm. had leg warmers. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Cause you know what leg warmers are? Socks. <laughs> they only, they don't go to the foot. They're just on the calves. So they're, Socks with holes in them? Well, I mean, like, it's literally a tube. It only goes on your calf. So it's from your huh. ankle to your knee. And it's a, like... When, do you wear these when you wear shorts? Um, so No, they, so mostly over jeans or over, like, stretch pants or over tights. Over pants. So it's like a second round of... I have to show you a picture. It's like you already got cloth covering your leg, and they don't. She trust wears it. them in this, but so like they... she wears like really like cute version, mm. so it's hard to see. But this was around the era of leg warmer fashion. So you're gonna pull it up right now? Yeah. All right. I've I've only seen people wear those with like dresses and skirts, and I've just and that is like, well, then why didn't you just get a longer version of what you're gonna wear? This is all like newer looking stuff. Mm. Well, here's something that looks yeah, a little older and actual legit old and not And all fake the animals old. had those on too. Yeah, well, at least the bird did. But yeah, I just had to uh, share because uh, the 80s, that was a fashion trend that didn't make it out of the 80s really. Mm. Leg warmers. And where did the name Xanadu come from? The girl just, the girl named it. The girl found the place. Okay, she rape kisses a guy. Then he stalks her, and then she uh, hangs out with him. They go on a skating date. She doesn't tell him anything about her. 
And then he just keeps finding her places, and he's cool with that. He's like, yeah, we're going to get married someday. She's just going to show up and leave whenever she wants, and we won't communicate, and this is what life is, and he's okay with that because the the pretty ghost woman kissed him. And then she suggests to him to uh, of this place to do have a business here. Then she even suggests what the name of the business should be. She's just running their lives. She where really did, is. Where did Xanadu come from? Uh, she was she just, started reciting something, and I don't remember. It was I'm like sure some I weird ghost it poem. At some point. Yeah, yeah, it's like some weird poem thing. I like how movies now that are set in the past, like 70s or 80s or anything pre-cell phone, they make up these crazy reasons why somebody ran into somebody else and they over, <laughs> like, <laughs> compensate for how, like, over-rationalize and justify how they ran into each other. In this movie, pre-cell phone, she's just, like, in the room, like, hi, I'm here. And he's just like, oh, you're here. Wow. I'm so happy I see you again. Like, she never once even hinted at how she ran into him in any place and that she ran into him. he's not even curious. Yeah, he's not curious at all. So I love that, that because uh, I've been wondering that when I watch like movies that are made now that are supposed to be set in the past and they make up all this crap as to how they see, got a hold of each other. I'm like, that's not see, how I thought that it was, the, was I or thought that how was movies just movie. Were. I thought that was just the design of this movie for the sake of the plot. I thought that she's but really, is. is she really not a ghost? No, no, I'm not going to say what she is or isn't. I'm just going to say that the way that she just popped up and him not asking and them not even rationalizing yeah. it at all yeah. is funny because now I just want to watch old movies in that way of how did they rationalize ever meeting? Because I forgot how we ever met without phones. Mm. All right, we're going back in. We're going back in, guys. Wish us luck. Well, you're going to see us when the movie's over. We are going to leave Xanadu for a minute and uh, do Jeff's segment. All right, let's check it out. All right. I don't know what it is. And it looks like some people and a, <laughs> some kids in a school and a pizza face and an, a large ear. Yes, it's, it's, that's a good description. That's an accurate description of what this is about. What the fuck is this? So... Uh, there, have you heard of the show Snick? No. All right. Snick is where uh, Keenan from SNL started. So it's, Kenan was that and, another network? It was on Nickelodeon and it was a show on Nickelodeon that, it was a sketch show on Nickelodeon. Oh, I thought it was like a part of, because now that you say that, I am think, thinking I do remember? I think I thought it was like uh like Nick at Night. Yeah, I thought it was like Nick at Night. Nah, it wasn't Nick at Night. Oh, but uh, but in the, in that realm though, I, I get what you what you're going with. So there were different sketch shows. There was different segments on this show. To be completely honest, it was just completely hard for me to find a just a best of version of any other one other than this. I liked I liked a lot of the sketches when I was a kid, and uh, this was one that I always appreciated. And this I found, 
I found an episode of it, so I figured we'd check it out. All right, let's check it out. So this, uh, so this segment of, of SNCC is called Pizza Face and Ear Boy, and uh, this just is an episode called Pizza Face and Ear Boy are starting a band. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm already, just from looking at it, I'm scared of it, but all right, let's watch it. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's my shit. That's my shit. That was Pizza Face and Ear Boy. Okay. I have so much. <laughs> okay, so okay for those that have never seen Pizza Face and Ear Boy, it might be Ear Boy and Pizza Face. I don't want to confuse people. So Pizza Face is mm-hmm. the guy from you said Good Burger. Yeah, Keenan the, the Keenan and Kel show. Uh, okay, so he has Kel a Mitchell. pizza. Yes. A slice of pizza as a face, just mm-hmm. basically, I mean, not even like special effects wise. It's like a felt made piece of pizza. Like if your grandma was like, let me craft something that looks like a piece of pizza out of felt <laughs> or something. And then just like taped it to his face. There's no effects <laughs> whatsoever. It's just a guy. And you know, you know, that means oh, that's the word for somebody with zits right do you understand what no, all this you I didn't never understand any of this no, no. no I, I don't think was... you understood any of this okay pizza face is like this was for kids with acne to have like self-esteem okay and same with kids with big ears the ear guy yeah your boy had giant ears Wee herman style like big plastic ears Sure. Taped to him. And he was based on Ross Perot. No, no, no. Ear Boy. Well, Ross Perot. And there was was Ross Perot. Those two different characters. Right. But I think that what happened was Ross Perot had huge ears. And this character, this kid in this sketch, every sketch that we watched, we just watched three segments, I guess. Yes. And one was them making a band, one was them at like a dance, and one was them like Earboy decided to get an earring. Every single one of them had Ross Perot in it. Yes. And he Ross was Perot like his, also has big ears. Yes. That's why Earboy existed, I'm gonna guess, because Ross Perot was in every single one of them. Ross Perot was the third-party candidate that had a zillion dollars that ran for president. I am going to say that right now, I still don't know who Ross Perot is. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You didn't even know what this was about. I didn't know who he was as a kid, and I don't know who he is now. He was running for president. He was a third-party candidate, and he had a zillion dollars. He was Donald Trump before Donald Trump. Ah. Except for he wasn't on television. Well, so he just like came this, out of he, nowhere. In this show, he just said that he had $4 billion. Oh, well, yeah, whatever he had. I don't remember how much fucking money he had. And he but, had it in two bags of $2 billion each. But he was the candidate that basically did somewhere between like Trump and Yang where he was just like, everybody's going to get a bunch of money. And he just like talked super weird. He was tiny. He had big ears. And so was that an accurate impression of him? Yeah, it was. It wasn't bad. It was a little girl, and it was a little creepy how like good it was actually because really, it was a little, well, it was creepy in the way that it was a little girl acting like an old man. That's just yeah. creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's creepier as an adult. 
I yeah, will tell you that. The whole thing's creepier as an adult. It has to be. It Yeah. Especially if you've seen this as a kid, go back and watch it now because oh it's only weirder. And then egghead. Egghead is the word for like somebody who's into computers, who's now, a nerd. Those are minor, minor characters. I've watched all of the episodes of this and wow. I've never seen an, an, an egghead or four eyes maybe before. Like there, there, you'll see other, you'll see other characters in that hallway. You know. And you know what four eyes means. Yeah, I got, I got four eyes. Okay, but but the it's really just heavy on pizza face and ear boy. I just I don't want you to get too carried away by the other characters and bring too much thought but into them. Was Rossboro in every episode? Yeah, no Rossboro. Okay, so it's oh ear boy and pizza God. face, but then they always find a way to bring Rossboro in. It. That is the weirdest thing. That that is such a third party candidate. How was a whole children's show? sketch show based on a third party candidate that would be like right now if there was a well, show where it was just like two kids hanging out with andrew yang <laughs> <laughs> we're in the yang gang kids well this is a segment of a show i know but this like right now show. if your niece Maggie, who's 11, uh-huh. was just like oh it's hilarious i love watching andrew yang that would be weird as fuck it would it would be really weird. That was partially my. I, there might have. This was. This was the weirdest thing that I could think of quickly. And I feel like I. I like want to ask your dad. Like, do you remember Jeff watching a kids show with Ross Perot? <laughs> There's no way. I would be amazed if he remembered a single television show. That would be an amazing thing to watch. Just be like, what do you even remember? on television that I enjoyed watching at all, open-ended. There's no way he'll remember. I didn't even fucking know this was Ross Perot. I didn't pay attention to that. That was Yeah, but your father knew who Ross Perot was. Yeah, but was. I don't think he just watched me watch TV. We watched movies and shit together. We didn't watch, he didn't watch my kids' shows with me. I guess, yeah. I think it's just weird. If I was walking past a child <laughs> who was watching a third-party candidate on a children's show... I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, as, as you should. Like, I, I get it. I'm trying to even I, I think of who. I, I mean, you I were mean, freaking Andrew, out whenever Ross Perot was on the sh- I saw you. Andrew Yang wasn't even third you party. Freak out. Every time that you saw I mean, Ross Perot like, having an appearance, it, you, were, you just couldn't handle yourself. Andrew you Yang flapping. isn't even a thing. No, that's. This is like your fucking nephews watching like the Gary Johnson show <laughs> like oh cuz the gang Snoopy is too popular and, is that what you're and saying Jill Stein hanging out no <laughs> because the Yang gang is not third party he's a registered democrat i'm talking about uh, he he was an independent rossboro was an independent he he obviously made some noise cuz i mean nickelodeon yeah, I mean, there were three candidates. He made it to the finals, but... He made it to the finals. I swear. It's still I, weird. He was the third. What, so he got third? Well, yeah. It was th- he got third place in president. That's fucking... Why don't people talk about places enough in president? If I got a third place in the Olympics, that would be a goddamn yeah, accomplishment. I'd rub in your face system. for the rest of my... He got third place in president, and you're shitting on him. Because it's obviously it's a two party system, and whenever a third candidate comes in, it's just to fuck over whoever you actually want to win. That's the that's the only thing they ever do. Yeah. So yeah, this is like yeah, this is if you walked in on Ruby watching, you know, <laughs> this is uh, 
jamming holograms with Ralph Nader. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You're putting too much emphasis on him. It, you, you're missing Pizza Face and Ear Boy. Those are the stars of the show. Ear Boy was literally based on Ross Perot and Pizza no, no, Face. No, 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 no. It, mm. no, those are two different characters. I know, but Stop based saying on that. no, based you're on wrong. means that yeah, based on means like Ear Boy is a kid with do, big ears. Done. Yeah. End of thought. Where, Ross how did Pro's they think Ross Perot. How did they pizza think? Pizza Face is Pizza Face. Uh, let's see. What should we do? Let's make a character based on Ross Perot's big ears. We'll call him Ear Boy. That's what it seems like happened. But that's that's not another Ross Perot. That's that's entirely. That's no, like no, no. him as a child, basically. Him as a child. You're changing so many things. You're saying him as a child with not that much money, with way larger ears, ten times as large of ears. What the fuck are we going to change him? And just why don't we say, oh, it's also if if he was. Like, what are you saying? It's not him. I'm saying based on like they got the idea of they were like, hmm, what should we make a show about? Oh, Ross Perot has big ears. I think so you we think should. They started with Ross Perot. Yeah. Even though they didn't name the show Ross Perot in. Yeah, of Friends. course they didn't because that it's weird enough that he's in every episode. I, I you know I, the the episodes that we looked up he's in. I don't know that he's in every episode. I just All know right. that it's called Pizza Face and Ear Boy, and those are the stars of the show. All and right. Well, you know what we're going to do? What? We're going to we're going to leave this, but we are going to research and next episode I'll be back with some more information <laughs> if I can find it. I don't know. <laughs> Whoever made this might have buried it subconsciously in therapy. I don't know. You you got to appreciate the ear the, the pizza face and ear boy and understand the Ross Pro was a third candidate was a third uh, you know, character of the episode. But what he had in common with was he also had big ears, not oh as God. big as Ear Boy, and he had a lot of money. So that was like the balance where it was like he has so much money that people don't care about the fact that he has ears. Oh, yeah. I know. Huge. I lived okay. it. So find us on Facebook and tell us what you think about this because, oh, my God. <laughs> now back to Xanadu. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my, That's my shit. Are we back? We're back. What? We're back. Oh, man. All right. Okay. So I know we touched on A this. place. All right. We're not doing where that. nobody can to go. Okay. Please. How, how many words can I sing of it before I get sued? Uh, I, I, I don't think I can sing it right. So. Or, or you annoy your co-host. Is that a concern? Even slightly? Nope. Okay. So uh, an interesting thing in this movie is... Bad acting plays such an important part of even understanding the plot. Because if you're bad, sometimes the way that they say things makes me feel like, oh, this is foreshadowing. Because they wouldn't just say it so blunt and purposeful, emphasizing the words if they weren't important. And then you, at the end of the movie, I looked up and I was like, yeah, that had nothing. I was waiting for something that never happened. What did you think was going to happen? They said something about, like, we're going to have, we're going to get married and have babies. Oh, I don't even remember that part. And then they didn't. They didn't have babies. But before we get to the end of it, um, I do want to point out that uh, I don't know what a Xanadu is, and I just got done watching the movie. Was that the name of one of the characters? That was the place that they no, but she made. Just, did she just name, made, was it Zippity Zop? Was it a gabooga booga? Like where did it the noise? Where the noise that made the word Xanadu? What does she, it mean? She said like a poem thing 
I'm not sure because she said like in Xanadu, blah 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 blah. Like she recited some shit. Oh, okay. But let's, uh, if if you don't mind, I'd love to to say something real quick. So, what is interesting about this movie to me is that this love story is interesting because it doesn't it doesn't fully add up. Like they never fell in love; they just started in love. It's not like Sonny saw her being funny or cute or interesting and then he liked uh, some personality trait. She straight up rape kissed him and he was a complete stranger and then she disappeared and then that was another weird thing that he acted like he didn't know that she was a ghost woman when he she turned into an orange blur line that just flew away. And he's like, where did she go? I'm, I turned my head for a second and she disappeared off of the... Yeah, yeah, because she flew away, buddy. You should... But that was weird to me. But uh, yeah, they didn't... Most love stories, they build. Are you, are you with us? I What's was up? trying to find the Xanadu poem, but I know oh, it's oh, a poem. Okay, because I, I, I feel like I had I a co-host. I hear you, though. I heard everything you said, that he didn't fall in love with her it was just like a weird love story of where they they didn't really show them yeah they just assumed that they were supposed to love each other and were supposed to care i don't care about love stories where they just tell me that they're in love yeah it was weird because i remember loving that as a child but then i guess like the tropes were like love at first sight and um, just a girl being mysterious and cute. And no, that just that just showed the power that women have. That men, that, that that women will never understand. Where this is just a man who's just like she was pretty and she kissed me. I love her. Like that was it. That's all you had to do. You know how much more impressive men have to be to try to convince a woman to to love us back. Well, and you, other... you can just kiss us and run away, and we will chase you for the rest of our fucking lives. But the thing that she did, that she did do, that was supposed to be the plot of the love story, was she that can roller skate. She's a, well, yeah, but she's a muse, and so that meant that she inspired him artistically but also in this case she inspired him to live his dream okay yeah so if we're gonna jump there because i'm gonna have to cover all these notes that i took i took a lot of notes Mm -hmm. this is the most notes i took of any section uh if we're if we're talking about her being so i looked at it differently to me she was like an artistic cock tease Hmm. Uh, because she used her sexuality to get you to love her so she can manipulate you into following a dream that you didn't even have until she met you. He originally wanted to be a painter, and somehow she convinced him to be a co-owner of a business. What? Excuse me? I'm I'm not going to... You date her, and then you sign... You you lease a car, you buy a house? What the hell are you talking about? His dream was to be a painter. That's what he liked to do. Yeah. He was an artist. He drew stuff. The movie opened up with him drawing things, throwing them outside because he couldn't get it perfect. He chased his dream and he moved away to California or Hollywood or something. I forget what no, he moved. No, I think but he already lived there. He already lived in Hollywood. So he moved somewhere else. He tried to make it big. It didn't work out. So he came back. And then it shows him painting and that being his whole dream. And then somehow it turns into him just being a co-owner of a business. It was never his dream. She named the place. She picked the building. This was her dream. She just tr- she just conned him into owning a business that he didn't fucking want. I like to and think they, that and they he pretended that it was his dream. It. I like to think he decorated <laughs> it. I just love how she's like, 
she just, this is your dream. And he's like, oh, is it? You're pretty. Yeah, it's your dream. Okay, this is my dream. And uh, she did that with both dudes. So she used to love that other dude too. And then she just disappeared. Yeah, she was his muse. I think they tried to make it so that both those guys lived out both of their dreams. And then it is kind of weird that, like, um, when she was there, she's like, oh, yeah, I used to screw this old guy, but now I'm with you. That yeah. is kind of strange. They yeah. were kind of sharing her in a weird and way. He was like, I want the first dance. Okay, so... Um, yeah, that was really weird. The green screen on this, some of the worst or best, depending on how you want to laugh or look at it, green screen I've ever seen. It was hilarious. We could, the, the quality of this movie and in, in special effects, we could make it on TikTok now. We could make, we could recreate that, the, the special effects uh, on TikTok. It was um, so cool, though. Sure. All the lasers and lights. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I loved is, so he just, um, the woman left. She told him that she was a muse, which I didn't know was more than a thing. I didn't know that there was a history if you looked up muse and it actually meant nine goddesses of Zeus and all that. Daughters of Zeus. Daughter. Yeah, I didn't know before this I, I movie for sure because I'm terrible at Greek mythology I, and I was eight. I didn't know that at all, and I don't think anybody knew that. I feel like Zeus had some other kids, because none of those, because in those kids ended up being like superheroes and shit. Like, isn't Thor supposed to be? Like, are they? I'm still bad with. Is Greek there? Mythology. Is there? Are they brother? Is there brother? Brother Thor? Like, this is just confusing. I feel like people just make up. I feel like Zeus had like 55 kids for just everybody to make a story about. Zeus was fucking. Zeus now was fucking. Okay. So Zeus is the sky and thunder god. Yeah. And he was king of the gods, Greek mythology, Mount Olympus. Um, I wonder if Christians uh, boycotted this movie. I mean, you can't, believe, oh, you can't believe in God, God, and believe in Zeus, God. Uh, he's the child of Cronus and Rhea, the youngest of his siblings to be born. Um... Is this Wikipedia? Find the yeah. subcategory that says bitches. Hold on. Oh, daughters. Sorry. In or, yeah, most whichever. traditions, he's many married many to Hera, okay. by whom he's usually said to have fathered Ares, Hebe, and he- Hephaestus. That- what does that mean? At the Oracle of Dodona, his consort was said to be Dion, by whom the Iliad states that he fathered Aphrodite. Oh, wow. That's a weird word of saying. I, know. I think I'm that's gonna a have to Google stuff. Isorts. What did you? Diodorids. You said a lot of words that weren't even the Greek words. I okay, just don't Zeus know big words. was also infamous for his erotic escapades. These resulted. Oh, so he was laying it down. Yeah. These resulted in many divine and heroic offspring, including Athena, Apollo, Artemis, Hermes, Persephone, Dionysus, Perseus, Hercules, Heracles. Is it supposed to be Heracles? Oh my gosh. It doesn't look like Hercules in here, though. Helen of Troy, Minos, and the Muses. Is it H E R C U L E S? Hercules. No, H E R A C L E S. Oh, I don't know about that. That's the remix. Um, 
So it sounds so, like he was married and also had what's a consort? Is a consort a like side bitch? What is a consort? A consort, wife, husband, or companion in particular, the spouse of a reigning monarch. Hmm. Um, can I? All right. So. So now I have to know, though, is the child of the youngest it, sibling of them, sometimes well, the eldest and other disregarding and then tra- he's married in most tr- traditions. He's married to Hera what? at the Oracle, his consort. Oh, I think it's just saying like in one story, he's married to one woman in another story or version. He's married to another woman. And then he just has kids by a bunch then of people. He just, then he's just got I bitches. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is what was interesting. Okay. So let's. I want to re- bring this back to the movie. So I brought up Zeus because she he, he was in love with Kira, and Kira was a muse who's the daughter of Zeus. And then he sees her painted on a building, and he just uh, rollerblades, roller skates, roller skates, roller skates uh, as fast as he can into a brick wall and just jumps into it. Um, you'd you'd think that that would happen more accidental, more often. They were really surprised when he got there. I mean, it's not like he didn't even have to click his toes a few times and say a magic password. He just he just went headfirst into a wall. Uh, so then he gets he gets into this magical Zeus world, and uh, which yeah they play Zeus doesn't even live in like some bright heavenly looking place. He just lives in like a laser tag arena which is interesting, but this was amazing to me. Uh, Sonny, that scene was just the epitome of white privilege. He yelled at Zeus. Can you fucking imagine? At Zeus. You just read that he's the most powerful god of all the... He's the head god. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Zeus, where are you? (laughs) I need to talk to you right now. I'm in love with your daughter. And I'm going to, like, he, he talked to her like he was standing up for his, like, bitch, who, who, what the fuck are you talking to? Who are you, ta- I'm, I'm Zeus. Who the fuck are you talking to like that? I really forgot that she told him she was amused so early on. Yeah. I didn't remember if she told him at all. I and thought that, she went home and was like, come so on, then, can I be with him? So then Zeus is like a muse pimp. Because he sends all these bad muse bitches, which he's pimping out his daughters, mm-hmm. out to manipulate all of these people into getting dreams that they didn't have before. We talked about that. And Well, she uh, worked with some big names. Shakespeare, Michelangelo. Did they did they say that? Yeah, yeah. She was like, Shakespeare wrote and me then, a sonnet. And then and then Oh, wrote um, you a sonnet. Why? Why? Because Shakespeare loved you, which means that you're a whore. You're not real. She said that. She was like, you're my real love. I really, like, no, this is what then, you say uh, to everybody to get the dreams out of them. Who was the other you one? Manipulate Beethoven people. wrote me a symphony. See, all these like people that. are making all these lovely pieces of art for her, and she had the nerve to look at Sonny straight in the eyes and say, I love you, and I'm, I'm never going to stop loving you. What do you mean? Did you say that? To, to Donnie 30 years ago when you loved him and disappeared into your wall world again? Man. It was Danny, but yeah. Whatever, man. I don't, and I mean, then, I just think she wasn't supposed to like have feelings and then but this she obviously is the one. Did, pe- well, this is the one she had oh, feelings that, for. The rest of them she didn't she did. have feelings for. How did she not? She said she didn't. What? I don't believe her. 
right. I don't believe her because all she of those people didn't even know loved her without were. all those other people just loved her. And she was just a walking pretty girl that smiled. She didn't have conversations. She didn't flirt back. She didn't no, lead she any did, of those people but on. I think she, she just was already, left. She was leading two men on during this time period in this movie, let alone. And then she would just leave and then they were supposed to be cool with it. <sighs> Whatever, man. I don't I don't I don't fuck with Kira, man. But um and then my next issue was Xanadu when we got when we got to the uh, when it opens and the business opened in the middle of everyone dancing Kira just magically appears even though to Sonny's understanding he was never going to see her again so you would think that it would be a bigger entrance like oh my gosh she's here instead she just appeared in the middle of a 20 minute song and changed her outfit seven times like it was the fucking like she was hosting the Grammys. And uh, it, I just thought they would have made a bigger deal about that. What are your thoughts? Well, she only got to go because her mom like sweet talked Zeus into like, she come blew on, him. just let her you think go. She blew Zeus? Yeah. And then they had that whole the the Zeus said, OK, she can go for forever a day i forget which is which or something like that that was the yeah. joke that, that they then, forgot how time worked because but that they also took means at human the end, class that also means <laughs> human class that also means at the end of the movie we don't know if they go back or not they right like, right so then um i i think he was supposed to look happy and surprised but since it was a dance number and then she leaves at the end I think yeah. you're supposed to believe if, that she doesn't even ever talk to him. That she wasn't allowed to talk to him. That's what I think I used to always believe until the very, very end where she gets to stay, but she has to be someone else. She has to be. Wait, she was What well, we're pretending that wasn't her? I think, I think at the end she says, hi, I'm so-and-so. Like she's being a different person. Like she's not being Kira. She's being... A different person, but that gets to be a human now, like kind of wow, like they, Little they, Mermaid, they like just, Got Legs thing. I still haven't seen that movie. I'll see that oh, someday. Yeah. I'm assuming she got legs. Otherwise, I don't know why the guy would want to go in the water and talk to her so often. Like, bitch, you don't got no legs. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I mean, that's that that's cool if you don't have legs, but that's just a whole different dynamic of a relationship that you think would have been addressed more in the movie, um, but. So, yeah, so it ends with questions of, like, does she stay there on Earth? Does she not? And it's interesting that... So there was a, there was a point in the movie where we don't know... Okay, so she magically appears at the, la, at the, at the end of the movie, the last 20 minutes, the little dance number scene, uh, where, where they're, they're, the, the grand opening of Xanadu, where everybody in the town is a professional dancer. And... They just magically have outfit changes for every single song. It's a wonderful place. It's a wonderful place. Like, it's a country song, and then it was a transition. And it's like, I get it that the magic woman will be able to magically change her outfits, but the whole audience just with a, you blink, and now they're all wearing cowboy hats. And I'm like, okay, did she just pass out cowboy hats? How did everybody get a cowboy hat? But it's like, okay. I want to be there. If, If I thought that today, if I thought that you lived... You, Esther, okay? Mm-hmm. You, you come out of nowhere, I love you, and then you appear for just one night. Almost the entire night was wasted 
on him just watching her sing and dance. It wasn't they wasted. Been, she was the entertainment. She was the no, no. But you're you're coming back for one day, for one night. For no, we better be, we better be fucking or they doing never drugs. Fuck. We better fuck. We better do drugs. They don't we have better sex. go. We better go look at some some site. You you treat this like this is your last day on earth. Can you imagine any kid with like a who's like their their make a wish just being like I just want to watch somebody dance. What? No, but it would be me? like no man, live life, do something more exciting than that. They couldn't even talk to each other. He was just at a dance party, yeah, not drinking alcohol, just watching a girl I he liked they had sing and alcohol dance. There, it would be That's like crazy. if. Beyonce came back for one night. Yeah, I'd want like, to talk to her. I'm not going to just see a concert. No, Jay-Z would let her do some songs. She's not just going to come back without doing fucking crazy in love real quick. She's yeah, going to yeah, be gone he forever. He should. They, they love each other. They're not there to entertain each other. I think that it was okay. It was a big night. It was opening night. She had to do all those dance numbers. No. Nah. And songs. She everybody had a whole else, medley. I think that was for him too. Everybody was doing. Everybody else was doing great dancing. They didn't need the whole town was gifted. They didn't need her. I had a real problem with Sonny's clothes. The oh, his main clothes. man in the oh, movie. Oh, because everybody else was stylish. Everybody else was pretty sweet, stylish wise. Uh, they were dressed really cool and he had like when we went back thought he was the only the film, normal dressing person in the he was wearing a pink silk shirt and like gray pants you it know was what, terrible. you know what they say about anybody that wears a silk shirt what that anybody that wears a anybody that wears a silk shirt slaps women that's Darius that's Bennett that's original. Darius Bennett original Motown shout out to Motown um dress pants what, what's wrong with dress pants he just—he was just there, just setting up the club before it was even open, and he had a silk shirt and dress pants, and her dresses. He's ready. Why? Why can't he be ready for the? Wait, he's supposed to wear gym shorts beforehand, and like he wasn't ready to change jeans his, or something. I don't know. And then jean, her, her dresses dress pants before, are more comfortable than jeans. Her dresses before uh, the end. The end, she looks sweet, but. Throughout, it was like she was giving clues she was a Greek goddess by wearing like these off-the-shoulder ruffle 70s dresses. How is that a Greek goddess? It's a Greek goddessy to a degree. Mm. And like I remember liking it as a child, but they didn't, her, those dresses didn't age well. Everyone mm. else's clothes, I was down. Mm. This whole thing was mostly... I didn't even notice anyone's clothes. Oh, my God. That was, like, one of the best parts of the movie. To me, everybody is... That whole time period, there's... I mean, there's three different types of people. Like, they all look the same. That's the most mesh... They what are what all year is this? What decade? 1980. 1980? Yeah, there's, there's long hair. There's curly hair. There, there's long dresses. And dudes that show their chest with their shirts. Their shirts, they, they, they never button more than like three buttons. There was and then the they crazy, show a lot of chest. That's everybody. Uh, there the was whole the crazy decade. like new wave punk. Like I don't know he was getting, when he was getting dressed. Yeah. Oh, um, when they were doing that thing and everybody was pole dancing in that store and going crazy. Yeah, everybody was, um, was doing crazy dance. There was like a part where... All the people were dressed in spider webs, and some dude was dressed in le- as like a drag See, I, queen spider, and he crawled through the legs of everyone. Yeah, that was weird. That I did, was cool. I didn't consider that to be a um, what is it called? 
singing and dancing a musical. I didn't consider that song to be a song. In any musical that I've ever seen, and there's really only two musicals that are good, one's Lion King and one is uh, that L.A. movie. That's it. That's La La Land. Those are the only two good musicals. And um, so for this, it was like there's usually a person you see singing. This was a background track that they were dancing to. That's that doesn't qualify for me. Sometimes you saw her singing, like when she was stuck. I'm talking about for the store scene. That's how I didn't know oh, that that was a the musical. Store scene. It was 20 minutes of them just jumping around a store with a song playing in the background. That's not a musical. That's a sometimes that's a dance is. number. It's not a song. Well, sometimes it is a dance number, I, and that's still a musical. I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you could just because then what's the difference? People play. There's music in the background of movies all the time. Every movie's a. a, a, a I think if it stops for musical, the song, then, and it's like a whole song. If part everybody, of the, if everybody knows how to dance, and we have to suspend our belief and be like the sales clerk is dancing on top of the table. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like the that store that was like. Like everything I love, like that. I was gonna ask you. Store that. is crazy. Like origin story of my tackiness. <laughs> what were your favorite parts of this movie? From what you remembered before you watched it, and now after watching it again. Um, when she does her dance number and when they're at uh, Xanadu. At the end, you're saying the, the end, dance number? When she does her dance number, you're going really quick. Okay, you got excited from the question. Yeah. When, at what the does end, that mean? Um, when, basically when they show Xanadu like all opened oh, up and end. like, oh, okay. it's Xanadu. Because I, I feel like she might have sang some other part. Oh, yeah, too. she so sang I, all when over. When you said her dance but number at the end. end. Okay. Um, because I want to go to Xanadu. That would be the coolest place ever. It's a... What do they call it? Is Xanadu the, just the store, the, that building? It's that building, yeah. Okay. Like it's a roller. What did they call it? They called it in the description on HBO. They called it a roller disco palace. <laughs> I want to go to a roller disco palace. Oh, wow. And then what I used to love about it is that I thought it was like this beautiful love story. And now watching it again, I'm like, no, they barely even knew each other. Yeah, they barely know each other. So the clothes and um, the in the end clothes, too, and dancing and roller skating, yeah. That whole style, that whole vibe was awesome. And I used to like how they would, like, mash the different styles of music because mm. there would be one part that would just be, like, country, and then it would be a rock song, and then yeah. some 40s stuff. I think they were trying to do some, like, crazy mesh of different eras of music. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of the idea of the business. Uh, yes. I, I liked when she disappeared, when she was like, I'm a muse and I'm magical and make art and that's all I am and and uh, sorry, and she that, that whole thing, and then she disappeared. I like that the very next scene showed Sonny going out for an angry skate. <laughs> I've never seen somebody angrily like, I need to get my frustration out on the on the skates. Oh god, I'm he taking went out the- for an angry roller skate. <laughs> um that was Venice Beach. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, it looked it looked like Venice Beach. Yeah, and the pier or the boardwalk and mm-hmm. um that the mural, I looked it up, 
is not there. It was never there. It was in, like, when they first come out, that part was filmed in on a set in New York. Mm. But the mural was put um, on a wall in Venice Beach by, uh, quote-unquote, special effects. So who knows what were the actual special effects then because it was 1980. But now we oh. have to go there. It was... It's on a street called Dudley Avenue. What do you mean we have to go there? We have to go to Venice Beach, and we have to go to Dudley Avenue, and we have to go to where the mural is. But you said that, that it's not there anymore. There. The mural is ne- was never there. Sure. But this, the so, wall is there. So we're going to look at a it's wall. It's probably a different you, mural. Ah, but it doesn't mention Xanadu at all. Well, no, unless somebody wrote Xanadu on it. You know, I mean, yeah. if, if we're lucky, somebody wrote Xanadu on it. Mm-hmm. And then I have to roller skate in front of it. Yeah, we have to. I forgot about the, like, clapping and stomping thing at the end, too, when they um, open up Xanadu and they're all skating in a circle and they do this weird, like, clap, 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 Xanadu. (laughs) They had movements. They made an X. It was almost Wakanda forever. It really was. Yeah, they, they, and they really painted Donnie Dooney. Danny. Danny. They really painted him to be a just really nice guy. Like, he was so nice to his employees. He was just like, yeah, we're going to do this every week. We're going to have drinks and celebrate. And Like, I still can't get get over the fact that he was going to share half of his profits with this random kid. And that uh, with Sonny of the business. And Sonny didn't even have to put any money forth and then he wanted to quit the business that he didn't have to invest in all because the girl left you whiny motherfucker are you kidding me right yeah, now that the was girl really disappeared weird. that i only knew for two days so now i'm quitting the business that you gave me all you had to do you brought no skills to the table all you were going to do is draw the menus and stuff you're a painter you're not even a business owner he was clearly going to do most of the work and you're going to quit this business? I think he was supposed to be like the young guy that knew what the kids were listening to. <laughs> he knows what rock bands to book uh, for uh, us to roller skate at Xanadu. Oh, that's what Sonny was. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Because, I mean, he knew bands because he painted um, picture uh, record albums. Mm-hmm. So at least he'd heard of them. Mm-hmm. So how do you rate it? Um, hold on. There was more. Um, I, I, like I said before, I thought it was weird that they didn't have sex. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, I mean, especially because then, if, was, if you want to speed up the idea that they were supposed to fall in love with each other, then you got to get to the sex part as soon as possible. Because besides that, they had no other basis for them to love each other. She kissed him and disappeared. And then he just saw her again. And I'm like... Well, the, the level of love he had for her, it's like, I get if you have a crush on someone that looks cute, you don't know him that well, you want to get to know him, I get that. But to like straight up be in love with a woman who just kissed you and disappeared, you got to add sex, you got to add something else to that to make me believe. Yeah, I was eight, so I wasn't that. Uh, you didn't know what sex was yet when you were eight. Oh, I did. I mean, Shut I, I knew what it know. was as in... <laughs> I didn't know exactly how it worked, but I knew that people slept together and that was sex. But I didn't, I don't think I thought anything of them not having sex 
But then I wonder if it's like a PG rating thing. But there was no PG thirteen, so I'm not sure why they didn't have that. Gremlins was rated G or something, and they like just chopped off. I don't think that that time period cared about ratings at all. Not as much. And I like there was a song she did when she was inside the wall and covered in lasers and shit. (laughs) And then at the end of the song, she just went like the she went down like the camera just was still oh, there God, and then her so head just went down like it was that's how they edited into the scene or something how she left yeah, the screen the transitions are like the first transitions Ooh. that you ever saw on a computer for like powerpoint yeah that was just like the page turning sometimes it would turn into like that, a like the whole screen would turn into like a pie and then it would slice <laughs> away into the next scene what yeah. I loved it so much. I felt like I was back in in elementary school with some success maker headphones on. and It it looked like somebody was uh, like, look, we can make triangles. Like, what? You can make triangles on this screen. I was like, there was a point in time when those transitions were amazing. I also, see, I can't get over... I just want to go to Xanadu, but there's a place in Detroit called Cliff Bells. It's not a real place. You keep saying it. Uh, What are you talking about? You want to go to Fern Gully? What are you saying right now? I want there to be a Xanadu. You want there to be one. Okay. I don't know that much what's going on in the world. So when you say I want to go to a place, I I hear I want to go to a real place. Well, yeah. Especially when you bring it up so many times. So this place doesn't exist, right? So, no, but there's okay. a place in Detroit called Cliff Bells, and it might be the closest thing to Xanadu, although it's a little too 40s. It doesn't have a good balance the of the... What? Cliff Bells is a beer, isn't it? Um, Bells is a beer. Hmm. Cliff Bells is a bar place. Um... Maybe it's a restaurant, too. I don't know. They do the moth there. It's a really cool-looking place. Uh, it's around the corner from the park bar, or what used to be the park bar. I don't know what's gotcha, still open. Gotcha. But, yeah, that's the closest I got. So if I walk into Cliff Bells with roller skates on, I might be able to sort of recreate it. Um, and I also just want to go roller skating now. Mm-hmm. And I have multiple friends with roller skates. I still feel like rollerblading so, is easier than roller skating. No, rollerblading is not right. No, I, I strongly so, disagree. Roller skating makes sense because the first invention is always the bad one. Oh, you mean rollerblading makes sense. Roller, roller, yeah, rollerblading is what makes sense. Because the skating, I, I don't know, man. It just seems uh, bulkier and heavier. Well, I felt like it was easier with the blades. Our friend Tam was a figure roller skater, a roller skating figure skater, whatever you call that thing. She was the real deal. Yeah, and so she did this in this time period because this was hot. Did she ever go to Xanadu? No, there was no Xanadu. <laughs> oh, so now there's no real Xanadu. But so I want to go. <laughs> but there was a roller skating rink by me called University Roller Skating Rink, and they had a lot of cool lights. Mm. It was all we had. They had a light up thing that looked like a spider on the wall, and uh-huh. it would go like light up to the music. Mm-hmm. And now I totally want to go roller skating because roller skating rinks haven't changed much. If you've been to any roller skating rink, which we have been, in Michigan, and I'm sure here too, they look like they're the same as they were in 1984. Yeah. They don't update. 
they have crazy looking carpet. They that's, have crazy that's lights. It's because nobody, they haven't, there's no new people that are interested in it. They're not making new fans of it. There were it's children the there that, roller skating. They're the children of the people that grew up doing it. So Maybe. there's the people that liked it when they when it came out. And then there's people that they get to come to the roller skating. But the so thing, they're, they're still advertising to the people that loved it to begin with. I feel like that's what it is. The thing they that hasn't happened since I've started roller skating again, really, uh, it, they don't dress up like they used to. And I think that after this uh, movie, after watching this again, I think after the pandemic ends, I will even go outside. I have to dress up and go roller skating, like dress up. They should have one where you get a discount if you dress up like a roller skating. How about this? It's like a, it's like a hip hop roller skating place. Cause I also don't like the music sometimes. It's like playing Ghostbusters and weird collection of it's like roller skate ymca yeah it's almost like a wedding sometimes yeah it's like they they play wedding music so if they played like old school hip-hop and you had you got you got a half off if you dressed up well there was feel like a weird there'd be a lot of weird stuff going on but i feel like that would uh there's something different there's a roller skating party in new york uh, put together by Lola Starr, who's the woman on we go Coney Island. We did go to that. And she had theme nights. Ah. But that required taking dress-up clothes to New York. So, mm. I don't know. Oh, we had to dress up to go there? We did dress up. I don't think you dressed up, but I did dress up I remember in some being there. theme. Because there don't... were theme nights. Mm. I looked for the building, the Xanadu building, Mm -hmm. and I got mixed reviews. One that it burnt down at some point. Oh, man. One that it became a Ralph's. Not real sure. Oh, so there's, we don't even know. Yeah, I got to look at that again. But basically it's gone. It's not there. Which makes me sad. Do you think that the person that burnt it down, burnt it down intentionally to... Like because of some anger no, related to the movie? I don't think there was a Xanadu arson. I think it was a Xanadu arson. I think it was maybe somebody did it that was in the movie that didn't like get a bigger role. Sonny? I don't think, think Sonny, Sonny did, did much else besides the Warriors. I think Sonny did it. Oh, he was in Warriors? Yes. He was in that the come out and play? Yes. Oh. Is it, I thought that was Mad Max. Is that a different no, one? different. Ah. Uh. Same setting, same movie, though? Mm, no. What's Warriors about? Um, a bunch of gangs. I don't know as much about it as I should. Is we talked of, about it, it earlier it in lot this of podcast. A lot of dirt? Yeah, like Mad Max is people dressed weird oh, they're and in the driving streets. around in dirt. It's like different. Um, ah. Like I said, I should know more. I'm embarrassing myself by not knowing more. Of Warriors just because it was... See, yeah, if you're known as somebody that doesn't know stuff, that's what I like to set the bar for me because then anything that I do know is impressive. So I just... I don't have any knowledge of any pop culture whatsoever. Uh, and if I just lean into it, it's a lot It's a lot easier that way. Well, 
That was the end of Xanadu. It was a great movie. How did you? Oh, yeah. You asked me how I rated it. We don't even have a rating system. Yeah. I don't know if we should have a rating system or what. I don't know. I can say that. I just want to know if you liked it more or less. How does it compare watching it? How long has it been since you've watched it? And if it's been a while, how does it compare since the last time? I don't remember the last time I watched it. I know that I watched it a hundred million times as a child. Oh, wow. And then at some point I had it. I might have it somewhere on like VHS or DVD or something like that. So then I watched it again as sometime like in the 90s and then sometime in like I think the 2000s and then this time. But now it is a lot different because like we were saying, the story, the acting is god awful. And the story of it being a love story is weird. So were there good actors back then? Or did yes. they did they not learn how to act yet? Was it something that just came out? There were good actors and there were good movies, but this was just a weird movie. It was it's weird now. It was weird then. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if it was weird then or not, or if it like somehow things get weirder in time, but in the moment you don't see how weird they are. I didn't see that it was this weird, Mm. but movies were like in the seventies. Movies were slower. There was Mm. just like a slower pace, so that's why a lot of times I try to watch old movies, and people are like, "How have you not seen that?" And I'll try to watch it, and I'll just fall asleep because they don't have like as much music in the background. They don't have as much boring a lot more. And but people they, are like, it's a slower pace. It's and a I'm slower like, pace where they just show people's day-to-day life. Like if in a movie now, if they just want to show what somebody does on a daily basis, it's five minutes at the beginning of a movie. You see yeah. them like run into work, go to like a spin class, go home. We'll boom, chop it up. And there's the part. Quick you know, transitions to just give a, a big overall idea of what they do. And in movies in the 70s, they showed people's day-to-day life for like, it felt like two weeks of <laughs> what people and were doing. And you're just like, is this a reality show? What is this? And there wasn't like as much music. There was just mm. like the um, dialogue was sometimes sparse. Sometimes they just didn't even talk. Mm. You just saw people doing shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was that. Wow. Well, hey, I'm glad that we saw it. Um, did you enjoy it? I did. I enjoyed it more than I... I yeah, anything that I didn't like about it was uh, just made it more enjoyable, and it was funny. I mean, I can't go back in time and think of what I would have thought if I watched it as an eight-year-old, hmm. but there's no way that I don't have other movies that you will find just to be as weird once we get going. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's hard to uh, start to, you know, be... To, to think negatively about it. It was it was entertaining. All right. It was entertaining. That's all it really needs to it's be. All it, yeah, I but agree Didn't with it that. touch your heart a little? No, not at all. Oh, damn. There's no okay. part of my heart that was touched. Okay. Um, a guy forced was forced to open a business when all he wanted to do is be a painter. It's not really his dream at all. I mean, if he wanted his own dream, it would have been his own business by himself to paint stuff. Now he got a music... It's like they talked him into music. He didn't even start like He wasn't a music dude in the beginning. He still painted album covers. Yeah, he painted album covers. So he wants to paint his own stuff, he said, with his own artistic idea. And he didn't, they didn't do that. It's like they forgot what he did. 
It's like a different guy directed the second half of the movie. I think it was their attempt to bring Danny in. Mm. It was their attempt to bring Danny and Sonny together, mm. is my guess. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't question it at all. Mm. Well, it was, it was entertaining. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, there's no Xanadu too. There is no Xanadu. If there is, I'll be shocked and I'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe I never knew that. So yeah, no Xanadu 2. Xanadu 2. I'm going to Google it. Somehow Bill Gates' house came up. Oh, Xanadu 2.0 is, an, is a name of a house that Bill Gates has. Wow. <laughs> now I want to go to Bill <laughs> Gates' a, house. That's a whole... That's a whole different thing. Okay, yeah. All right, well, oh. I, I think it's a play. I think they made it into a musical, mm. like a maybe, I don't even think it made Broadway. I don't know. I think it's been a musical, like a play thing. And besides that, mm. it's all open mm. for redoing. So anyone uh, who's listening to this, if you want to do a Xanadu reboot, <laughs> I'm here to help. All right, that was Xanadu. That was Xanadu. That's my shit. Thank you guys for listening to episode two of That's My Shit. Hope you guys enjoyed our shit. Like, subscribe, do all those things. All those Um, things. Find us on social media. Uh, Myself, I am at Jeff Horst, J-E-F-F-H-O-R-S-T-E, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, I am at Esther Toy, E-S-T-H-E-R-T-O-I on all social media. Uh, feel free to check out a show of mine uh, called Roast This Post, which is a online segment that I have that I wrote and act in and edit. Act in? I don't know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to sell myself. You tell me I do a bad job. I sell myself. And then you fucking make fun of me for it. Yeah, yeah, you said acting. Yeah, I don't don't know. Host, I don't know. I do a thing. You know what? Don't even watch it. Don't even check (laughs) it out. You better not. On Facebook, YouTube, uh, yeah, he uh, takes uh, posts that people do mostly about uh, right wing bullshit. Right wing bullshit and and race and uh, current eventy socially subjects. Yeah. So if you. uh, uh, if you hate all companion. that stuff and you want somebody to hate with you, yeah. watch Rosa's wow. Post. Watch it. And, and check out my uh, sketch team, Brawny Comedy, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We are Brawny Comedy on all social media. And we have a bunch of fun sketches we've been doing during quarantine. You guys should check it out. It's hilarious. They've been working on it real hard. they got plenty of content. Plenty of sketches, plenty of shows already out, so uh, a lot for you to catch up on if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, also, uh, it, it do you feel like sometimes your neck is bothering you? Yeah, when I do all this not traveling during quarantine, just sitting on the couch. Wow, what a problem. Oh man, well do I have a solution for you. Do you? Yeah, check out the neck sofa. It's better than a neck pillow. Because it's, uh, it's, it's a sofa. I mean, the pillow is just a little... It's the whole sofa. It's a, it's a neck pillow <laughs> with a little sturdiness to it. And uh, I personally love it. I have one of my own, two of my own, three of my own. I forget how many I have now. But uh, it's, it's sturdy. It's a neck pillow that's, not, that, that's, gonna, that's of qu- high quality. And it can help your posture. 
help your uh, your neck and back pain if that is something that you have issues with. And if you want to get 15% off, check out the coupon code JEFF15. Use the coupon code JEFF15 at NeckSofa.com and get 15% off. What a deal. And check out our podcast, We're Freaking Out, where uh, we freak out about stuff. Yeah, we freak out about the things that we are interested in and the things that are new to us. We've talked to T. Murph from the show Woke on Hulu. Uh, comedian friend of ours, Ron Taylor, we've sat down with him and where we talk about the documentary Hidden Colors and other stuff that we're freaking out about. Just check it out. You'll be entertained. You'll learn. You'll laugh. You'll cry. And check out all the other podcasts on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. We are part of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Planet Ant is a theater in Hamdramck, Michigan. And hey, maybe by the time this is out, it'll be open because people will be vaccinated. So uh, check them out. Hope you enjoyed. Peace. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast.